It's Mark and Shane on the Gentleman's Club. Hey everybody, Mark Myra, Shane Allen here. It's another Gentleman's Club podcast. Shane, um, we have to talk about uh, the Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump now saying that everybody should get $2,000 instead of $600 in the stimulus bill. Shane. Yeah. $2,000, $10,000. Why not yeah. $2 million? Well, I mean, why not? We're going to get into that. That has to be talked about. It's amazing. And also, this will be saved for the Patreon. We'll do this on the Patreon side of the episode. Shane, I like the last week of Donald Trump. I, I'm a Donald Trump fan from the from this this whole week. Christmas week. It's Christmas week. I'm a Donald Trump fan. I'll explain why in the Patreon, okay? Great. Um. But um, yeah, so we're gonna get to that. Uh, this uh, we're gonna give a little Christmas treat, and this will be released on Christmas, just because. Uh, look, you're at home, you got nowhere to go, um, may- or maybe you're at home. I don't know, or maybe you're at a party with thirty people, just fucking killing your grandma. Who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll release this on Christmas. Shane, what are your plans? Is it a quarantine Christmas? Yes, uh, we are doing uh, Christmas drive-bys, um, which sounds a lot more violent than it is. Um, just mm-hmm. gonna, I think me and the wife are just pulling up to our parents' houses and just saying hello, and we're not going inside. We're just gonna make them come out of the driveway and get pneumonia, and then um, yeah. they'll die of that, but not COVID. So we won't be on the news. <laughs> so Wh- we'll be good. As as uh, I know, the last episode we were talking about how uh, Elena had a positive COVID test, but then like four or five negative COVID test. Like, what is it? Is it just she didn't have it, and that was just a weird positive? Yeah, I think she got a false positive, which is amazing. Okay. because yeah, the the tests were supposedly ninety eight percent effective. So either she got over COVID in rapid time. Uh, just like an NFL, we need her blood, like an NFL player does right before game time, which is that, yeah. that's always been amazing to me for the NFL. It's like, well, isn't it crazy that they don't ever have any positives on game day? Oh, yeah, isn't that so weird? <laughs> but then the next day, there's always fifteen or sixteen players, huh? Weird. <laughs> oh no, it seems legit. But no, yeah. So she, I think it was a false positive. She's had no symptoms this whole time Mm -hmm. but i'm okay with it because like new york i think when you travel here you have to quarantine for two weeks and i was having like that that work guilt where i was like i could be going in people are going into the office right now um they're not a red zone i don't think yet um but I was like, oh, man, I feel I, I don't want to go. I don't want to chance it. I don't want Governor Cuomo to come to my house and, like, choke me out with a piece of rigatoni or whatever the hell he's doing. And so it was nice to get her positive test so I could be like, listen, we might have it. So I'm going to quarantine to be safe. It just with my bad guilt complex that helped. Yeah, this this Christmas we're, uh, oh, there, well, I mean, we usually have like the Myra Christmas party. Which is just we send the kids away, and we try to relive like our twenties, and it's just getting more and more pathetic every year. It's I like saw Mama the- Myra picking up some beer today, early. Like Anna Myra, like yeah, L- Lily, my mom. My yeah, mom? I heard that she was trying to get beer like before nine a.m. <laughs> what is that allowed? No, <laughs> Dude, she's my gonna mom. have to go back. 
my mom is so depressed. So depressed. Oh, so the beer is for her. Like, it has to be. It has to be. Dude, she's like, she's she was she's a depressed person to begin with. Like, I'm surprised I don't have a, a hint of the, the ration. Uh, but, um, yeah, this COVID thing is, like, killing her. Oh Not God, literally, dude, I, I just would, her soul. There's nothing more I would like in this world than to just sit down, drink 20 beers with your mom, and just let her just shit on me. <laughs> Wait, literally? Oh well, no, I just verbally, but it might get there. That's that's after twelve beers. Sorry, cervezas. Yeah. <laughs> cervezas, yeah, dude. It's for she's such a hack Spaniard too. This bitch is drinking Corona, <laughs> she, like that. like Vin Diesel. She, yeah, she drinks Corona. Nice. Um, yeah, I I was actually just over there. Uh, today over at my parents to drop off presents for my sister so they could bring the presents to my sister and uh yeah she did they like i knew that my i know my parents are in a bad way because they're you know they're quarantining so you know how everybody's quarantining you know they're, they, they we got our bubbles and stuff like they see us and whatnot but like they don't like go anywhere so and my parents are like in their you know 60s so it's not like i don't know they don't have a lot to do so they're like they watch MSNBC. They let the news scare the shit out of them, right? They just get scared about Trump. They get scared about coronavirus. They get nervous about that. They work out in their basement. And then I went in there, and they had their kitchen table set up with a ping pong net. So just my parents playing each other in ping pong. It's like, a, it's, it's, it's like the infirmary in Forrest Gump during the Vietnam War. Um. So yeah, this Christmas, uh, don't have the party. We're not having the rager, which uh, you know, like I said, it was getting more and more pathetic every year as we get older. Just getting shit faced in my my living room and stuff with all of our friends from college. Um, so instead, we're just doing. I, I love this. We're doing like a a Zoom hangout tonight with our friends because we're not seeing any of our friends. And I'm just uh, Lily. Lily gave me the green light to get myself some beer. So Tumire is getting beer today at Wegmans. And I'm just going to get drunk while Lily yells at my friends over, over Zoom. Oh, I'm so glad you got permission to drink. <laughs> and then, Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> Christmas Eve. Uh, we're basically just seeing our parents. Would you, would you see your parents if you didn't go to Hawaii? Or is this just like a no parent? You're not seeing your parents anymore. Uh, no, I thought either way we wouldn't do it just cause yeah. uh, my parents are, um, they're fine, but, uh, uh, you know, Elena's parents are more at risk with stuff. So we don't want to spread it around. Like it wouldn't be fair to be like going over to my parents' place and having a, you know, a rockin' New Year. Christmas, right? But yeah. then not do anything with hers. So mm. Yeah. Do you remember? All right, I just dropped the Gentleman's Club classic episode for everybody. If you subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever, you can get it. Do you remember interviewing Billy Corgan of Smashing Pumpkins? Um, not really. Okay, well, that is up there. <laughs> I feel I'm like trying to think. It definitely wasn't in person. I remember no, that. No way. So it must yeah. have been a phoner. And those ones I usually do okay. 
with phone interviews. When I'm talking to somebody face to face, that's when I I get too fanboy and weird. So this one might be listenable. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think I asked him about wrestling. I don't know. Boy, he's into re- all dude. All these like I I don't know this for a fact, and this could be slander. I don't know, uh, but I'll say it. I feel like Billy Corgan is either a Trump fan or he doesn't think COVID's real. I'm just going to say that. He doesn't, like, all these 90s, like, alternative, like, band guys, they all seem like they're Trump fans or they don't believe in COVID. (laughs) So, speaking of 90s bands, did you see the Eve 6 Third Eye Blind thing that came out this week? No, no, no. What's going on? my God. God, Mark, it was fucking amazing. I think it's. I think it was the Eve Six guy. He like he like tweeted out a bunch of stories about Third Eye Blind and how the Third Eye Blind guy fucked his girlfriend. <laughs> I got I got the tweets here. Yeah, this is Eve Six. I, this is his tweets. I ever tell you guys about the time the guy from Third Eye Blind told me he fucked my girlfriend? I was literally a virgin when I wrote the Heart in a Blender song. Uh, so that's that's just not about his girlfriend. Uh, okay. The third the third eye blind guy had me fake arrested by a real cop in Alabama on tour because the night before I'd taken a big jar of candy from the front desk and said I'm the singer of Third Eye Blind I can do whatever I want <laughs> and they called his room at 3 a.m. telling him to give the candy back. Yeah. So that's why he fucked his girlfriend. I guess so. Dude. I've heard nothing but awful things about the lead singer of Third Eye Blind. And after seeing them live, like I watched, I saw them live because Jimmy Eat World was opening for them. I believe it. The guy seems like the biggest doucher. The biggest doucher. And then I think after that tour, Jimmy Eat World and Third Eye Blind, Jimmy, the drummer from Jimmy Eat World just shit all over the lead singer of Third Eye Blind all over, like with Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he. If you just listen to his songs, I mean, he seems like he's intolerable. Like, that mm-hmm. one line in that, what is the big Third Eye Blind song? He talks about panties? I don't know. It's just, he seems like... <laughs> like, I, I've been waiting for that guy to get called out by a bunch of, like, teenagers. Yes. But instead, it's just every band that I liked, so... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love, yeah, like Mumford and Sons doesn't have a lyric about panties mm-hmm. <laughs> in any of their songs. No. Um, all right, so we were talking football a little bit. So, uh, I'm in uh, three, uh, three out of four fantasy football leagues that I'm in. I'm in uh, the championship, so just it's whatever. It, 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 uh, it's fine. I barely, I did it like so. Uh, we're in a f- fantasy football league together. The one that you, I think, I mean, you run it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I can't believe how quickly I checked out. I got one notification that the draft was happening, <laughs> you know, in the beginning of the season. And I just unclicked that notification and ignored it ever since. I've had people reaching out to me wanting to do trades. I've been, I've never responded back to them. It's definitely, Tim. I've just been, yeah, I've just been out. I've been out. Tim and Goose have been out. Yeah, no, I've I was thinking about colluding with you, but yeah, I just I I just figured you'd I probably would have ignored you too. Yeah, no, I figured. No, yeah, 
like people like you are real fun for fantasy <laughs> like we honestly i love and hate people like you because it's nice to get a just a bye week but when i when i play you but it's also like eh you know you had a lot of good players that just dude i had every you, intention you, i had good players you won some games without Shut setting lineup <laughs> like your team was good enough you if you just clicked a few buttons you could have been in the playoffs dude I, I had ever I signed up with the, with every intention to be to be fully involved to care about. This is like me having kids. I I signed on with every intention to be good at it and to take care of it and to nurture it. But Shane, I just I, I did last year. I cared about it last year. But I think you know what it was. It was not having a job for the beginning of it. Or not having like an office. Like right now, working from home, I'm doing as much work as I was when I, as I was going into an office, but it takes so less time because I don't have to be somewhere for eight hours. When I had to be somewhere for eight hours sitting in front of a computer and I just wanted to kill some time because I didn't want to do work, I would just do the fantasy football stuff. And now it's just like, oh, I can just eat open face Nutella sandwiches uh, in my kitchen instead of you know doing the fantasy football lineup. Yeah, so one of the leagues I'm in is with the new job, right, and it's with all the people there, and I, I feel weird about doing fantasy football stuff during work hours. Like I feel like it's do a, they do it? I feel like it's a trap. They none of them do. None of them do. And so it's like only me, and I still do it. I just feel bad about it, you know. I just yeah, feel like yeah. they're like definitely noticing, like, wow, Shane is spending a lot of time, uh, you know, running spreadsheets and looking at uh, football, you know, news and stuff like that about injury updates. Mm-hmm. But you know, what are you gonna do? So um, with the the Buffalo Bills, yeah, they have clinched what the AFC East, right? And this is the first time in like decades, right? Or two decades? Two and a half decades? Years. 25 years. Two and a half decades. They've clinched the AFC East and, or, or AFC East champions. And, um, yeah, so obviously they're, they're like, what's, in your opinion, you're not, a, you like the Bills, but you're not a Bills fan. You're a Green Bay, you're Packers fan, right? Yeah. What, how good is are, are how good are the Buffalo Bills? Are uh, they Super Bowl good? Are they winning it all? Like, what are you thinking? I, they are good, like really good. But it, it all depends on Josh Allen, which that's that's never good when you're like fully reliant on your quarterback. They're like their defense is starting to turn on now, which is good that they're getting hot. That that's important. Their defense has been really not good this year as compared to last year. So it's good that they're they're getting healthy. They're getting good. So, I mean, all the power rankings I see, the Bills are in the top five in most of them. So it's not just me saying it. So I, I think they are really good. I just get nervous that the, the offense is literally running through Josh Allen. And he's had moments where he's been really good and he's he's been clutch and everything. But he's also had moments where he's just like, he's trying to do too much and things get a little weird. Like even like the Texans game last year when they were in the playoffs, like they they just 
I don't. He, it was like it seemed like a little too much. Maybe you know, a one year ahead here. Maybe he's a little bit older, a little bit wiser. He is an Allen, so he does have that helps. He does have that good good blood in him. Um, but I don't think it helps that uh, all of the team is going to have COVID now because all of the fans just couldn't help themselves, had to go and have the biggest gathering that's ever happened in Western New York <laughs> at an airport to go and wave at them and shout at them and take off their mask and put their heads inside the windows of players' cars and yell at them. <laughs> so I think the whole team should be on the COVID list at least this week because Bill's Mafia is insane. They're insane people. That was like Sturgis. That was like a Smash Mouth concert. That was insane. I couldn't... I was shocked, dude. I was shocked to see that. Like, do you guys never want to see the Bills play a game ever again in the stadium? What are you doing? Insane. Like, hey, guess what? The Bills know that they have a lot of fans and that they're excited. We have the internet, okay? They know it. You don't need to show up to an airport or three o'clock in the morning and yell with your COVID mouth, you weirdos. Well, now because they're in the playoffs, Governor Cuomo has come out. He was saying he wants to find a way to get people in the stadium for the playoffs, which there's been nobody in the stadium for the home games for the playoffs. And this is how you know that whatever shit is coming out of Cuomo's mouth is just him pulling rules out of his puckered Italian asshole. Like, so people can go into a stadium to watch a football game while Western New York and the Finger Lakes is on fire with COVID. We got the new British batch of COVID coming this way that's just like super contagious. We got super contagious COVID that's going to be here soon or is already here restaurants they gotta you know shut down you can't have people in them and you know hair salons gotta shut down and gyms gotta shut down but we're gonna find a way to cram seven thousand stupid dumb assholes from buffalo that have three brain cells each they're gonna be okay to be near each other in, in a playoff game in the stadium it's it's so arbitrary it just has nothing to do with like science in any way. No, yeah, there's he can't do that. He, he that would be pandemonium. That'd be so insane if he let people go to a Bills playoff game, but he wasn't allowing people to go to funerals for this whole year. <laughs> yeah. He, I will, I will be the first one to throw a pitchfork at him. That is that was that's insane. That's so stupid. Also, Bills fans should not want to go to the playoff games. This whole season has proved that they are a little nervous. The team's nervous. They they play better when there's not people watching them. <laughs> you think they're little babies? They're little nervous. <laughs> now you're gonna show up. You're gonna cheer too loud. Josh Allen not gonna be able to hear the place. You gotta stay home. In fact, even after COVID, I don't think we go to the games anymore. Just to be safe. Dude, it just also if we're going from the COVID standpoint, 
Bills fans, they can't be trusted. Like you said, they were sticking their big, dumb COVID pumpkin heads into people's cars. The people that are supposed to win the next game for you, that are supposed to win that playoff game for you, you're going to kill them. These these Bills fans can't be trusted. It's It was a cesspool of disease before COVID. These people were taking shots of vodka out of underage girls' assholes in the parking lot. Like, mm-hmm. you're insane. Yeah. Which, which is weird. That's actually how they give you the Pfizer vaccine. <laughs> I thought that was a little strange. <laughs> you know, I'll go with Moderna then. The other, right. So the other big story coming out of that celebration was there was this couple that stayed behind after the celebration and cleaned up after everybody. Like, that was blowing up. And everybody's like, oh, these guys got to get season tickets. Or, you know, Bill's Mafia, you could not just be trash monsters and this is not this is insane you shouldn't leave the parking lot at bills games like you do right with just mangled tables everywhere and portable grills that look like they have been shot through a cannon just (laughs) empty beer cans everywhere crushed you know water bottles that were vodka just you shouldn't be leaving anything like that they left an airport parking lot like that, and some sad couple had to stay behind because they felt so guilty about it. They, yeah. They're probably riddled with COVID. They're sick as a dog. They're cleaning up your trash, right? Just so upsetting. <laughs> it, it reminds, yeah, that's it, that reminds me a little bit of like, um, like there's there's supposed to be feel good stories. There's a couple versions of them, like the the generic one is uh oh the, the, the Tommy Boris Jean's got cancer he's 6 years old and they can't pay his medical bills oh they do a GoFundMe and they raise $700,000 how great and the covid version of it is like um Oh, look at this waitress. She got a $7,000 tip and all they got was a cheeseburger, right? Mm. And it's like, yeah, those are feel-good stories, but looking deeper into it, why, how come Tommy? How come Tommy's parents have to pay $2 million for cancer treatment? And why does this waitress need a $7,000 tip to survive during COVID? Why is, why is there no parachute for these people other than the kindness of some psycho's heart that just got a cheeseburger and feels guilty that the waitress isn't going to have a job for the next eight months? Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I don't get it. Like The Bills Mafia, they get a lot of props, and deservedly so, that they like they donate a bunch of money to different causes and stuff like that. Like the newest one was uh, Josh Allen's grandma passed away and they, they donated a bunch of money to some hospital, but they can't, you can't clean up after yourselves. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I, it's not just Bill's mafia. Like it's, it's every stadium. It's everywhere. It's just like, for some reason in American culture, we do that. Like we just show up to stadiums and we just destroy it. Like I remember my this is like just something I learned from my dad which is like I, I I stopped doing it because as I got older I realized how weird it was but like my dad is we're like the Allens is a big peanut crowd we love peanuts at games like just sucking down nuts yeah and my dad would after we would leave a game there would be a pile of shells underneath <laughs> his seat like like a zoo like it was, it looked like the bedding of like a gerbil's cage. It was 
disgusting. But I thought it was like I thought that was fine. And then I noticed, hey, that's not what's so absurd. My dad would just destroy some sad minimum wage worker's life who is in charge of cleaning up that stadium. And he's not the only one. Like everybody does that. Just leaves trash everywhere. Just clean up after yourselves. I wish we were I think like Japan does it, where everybody like cleans up after the game or something like that. I just wish we were cleaner. It's just really weird. Dude, my it must be a generational thing. My dad taught me the same thing. We would go to a baseball game, we'd get a huge bag of peanuts and just shell all over the ground with no regard to who was going to clean it up. That's yeah. It even no, felt bad we just did, we would everywhere. do it. Yeah, we we would do it at Amherst games too, and it's like this seems even worse because it's not even outdoors. We would be at the zoo, or not the zoo, the circus. They would take us to the circus, and mm-hmm. my dad's just shelling peanuts all over the ground. Like it's not okay. I just don't. <laughs> it, it's it's sports, it's concerts, and also at the movie theater. Like when I when I worked at the movie theater, cleaning up after people, people are animals at movies people Hmm. don't like i eat all of my popcorn like a good fat ass okay oh good boy yeah but i'm the only one apparently everybody else eats a couple of handfuls and then just shakes it around at whatever scene uh, in the movie they seem to like and like kids (laughs) movies are obviously the worst don't ever give your kids popcorn they don't eat it what they do is they get it real sticky and they put it out on the ground that's all they do and then they put their candy on the ground they spit everywhere there's diapers it's insane it's chaos it just oh, why are the, people so dirty like you, do you tr- like treat it like you're going anywhere else you don't go to a restaurant and then you're like uh done with a spaghetti and then just chuck the plate at the floor <laughs> animals Dude, working at Wegmans when I worked at Wegmans it was the same type of shit where like you know people like people would spill an entire gallon of milk like it would burst on the ground and I get that you don't got your mop and, and bucket to take care of it right now, but they wouldn't even tell anybody. It would just walk away from the situation. Yeah, no, dude, it's, it's bizarre. And I maybe, I don't know. I'm maybe I'm just too ridiculous with this. Like I literally, I clean my table at restaurants. <laughs> like I'm, I'm a, I'm a weirdo. I've had multiple like, waiters and waitresses tell me to stop doing it <laughs> like they're like sir you need like don't why are you wiping that sir <laughs> like i will stack all the dishes for them like i remember like as a bus boy i i don't know i, I remember my life busing tables and i was like this is who i would want to have at all my tables that's how i act but apparently it's weird um, I, you know me, I, I know nothing about football. I know, uh, I'm not well versed in it, but I do have a strong opinion on it, Shane. And I have a theory of what's going on this year. Okay. Okay. Cause you know, COVID, we got COVID going on, right? Mm-hmm. We also have the, the strange situation of the crown jewel of the NFL, um, uh, Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay, right? Mm-hmm. And am I am I incorrect in saying that Tampa Bay's not doing great? They're doing good. They're doing okay. Are they are they like playoff contender? Yeah. Okay. All right. So Tampa Bay's doing all right. Patriots not doing great. Um. So this is my theory, though. 
Roger Goodell and the NFL got nervous about what was going to happen to the NFL with Tom Brady leaving the Patriots, you know, and, you know, almost like guaranteed Super Bowl contender or whatever. Like, that's been their storyline for a very long time. Tom Brady and the Patriots. Everything's revolving around that. So he's leaving. Destroys that, right? So Roger Goodell saw that COVID-19 was an opportunity, Shane, with less people or, in the Bills' case, no people in the stadiums. This is the opportunity for the NFL to rig the games kind of fake moon landing style. Look, the Bills are winning all these games, Shane. Is anybody there to see it? Hmm. Hmm. Or are all these faked? You can fake it a lot easier in the camera when there's nobody there to see it, Shane. Hmm. Hmm. I'm just wondering, where, where's all the ESPN commentators with this hot take? I don't... I See, I think your problem is that this whole thing revolves around Tom Brady. I just don't... <laughs> I don't think he's as important as you're making him out to be, but okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just saying, all the success of the Bills, it could be faked, people. All right? Mm. Don't depend on... Uh, uh, it being a real season with COVID going on. I'd say it's more of a, it's really an FU season to the Bills. Because, I mean, this is the first se- like season that they're doing really, really well. They can't have mm-hmm. fans. Also, the, they're in second place right now. And this is the first season where second place doesn't get you a bye. It's just, uh, it's just every little thing is just kind of like an FU, which is pretty Ooh. funny. I'm going to save it for the, the, the Patreon, but I, uh, I, I, when we talk about you know our former employee, employers, The Zone, you, I, I feel like it's fair to say that you've been more outwardly angry at them and shitting on them more than I have, right? Yeah. On this podcast, you're a little more outwardly angry towards them. Definitely. Shane, I've, I've got, I got some shit talking to do. I don't know if it's anger, but definitely gonna be doing that on the other side of the patreon wall on this episode okay Ooh, just wanted to let people know come to the dark side mark stop <laughs> pretending like they're gonna hire you back it's not gonna happen we're done baby we're done lean in get hatred get that get that anger tumor growing mine is thick <laughs> so that's patreon.com slash the gentleman's club gentleman with an e it's only $4 a month, and you get a ton of uh, extra episodes, so like Mandalorian episode and you know extended version of this podcast, and you get it earlier than everybody else. And uh, if you're too poor for $4 a month, you can just subscribe on iTunes and, uh, or Apple Podcasts and, and Spotify, all that good stuff. But um, I've, I've realized, too, though, we're going to get into the Trump like $2,000 stimulus stuff. Um, actually, we should get into that now. About the So we had the basically the... They were going to pass a new, what was it? It was like a, a like the COVID bill. This is round two of the COVID bill to like to bail out businesses and you know us humans that also live in this country. I know businesses are important in this country, but humans also live here. Shane, I don't know if you knew that. Um, and we need money. And everybody was making fun of about of that the fact that we got they're basically going to give six hundred dollars a person this time whereas last time it was if you remember it was twelve hundred dollars a person 
you know, because we're all doing so much better currently, right? 600 is covering the last eight months of, you know, people being laid off and businesses not being open. This will take care of it. So uh, the House and the Senate, they're like, okay, we got this bill, $600 for everybody. All we need is President Trump's John Hancock on it, the old signature. Trump <laughs> Yesterday, so they we're recording this on, on Wednesday. Is this, no, is this Tuesday or Wednesday? Say Wednesday? Yeah. Um, yesterday, Trump uh, in a speech said that uh, he doesn't think $600 is enough. He wants everybody to get $2,000, baby. <laughs> he hasn't vetoed it yet as of right now, but he's saying that he wants an amendment in there to make it 2K for every uh, man, child, woman, family type of thing. Yeah, and he can say whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, yes. you obviously, yeah, more would be better. Also, you could have been involved with this from the get-go. If, it shouldn't be hindsight, you stupid asshole. Guess who's in charge right now? You! You should have maybe had some input beforehand. What is this after-the-fact stuff? I don't... I, dude, I, it's amazing. It's amazing. Dude, he... He is, he's just going guns ablazing with this shit. Like, you know, it's, you know, he doesn't care. He doesn't care if we get 600 or 2,000. Like, he doesn't care. He's just trying to make people look like assholes. He's making Mitch McConnell look like an asshole. And he's going to make all the Republicans look like an asshole. But also, he's a dumb, he's a dumb motherfucker because he could, he would have won re-election. If his whole thing wasn't about, you know, you know, the whole thing, during his re-election, all he was talking about is how the election was going to get stolen, right? We got to, his whole thing was we got to shut down the post office. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, let's make this guy president. The guy that wants to shut down the post office and is saying that the very fabric of our gov- government is f- uh, fraudulent. Yeah, this is great. Let's all get behind this. Let's go vote for this asshole. But if he was going out being like, hey, I want all of you to get $2,000. Shit, let's make it $2,000 a month each. He would have gotten reelected. Yeah, I mean, I was going to point out that it's tough for him to, in one side of his mouth, say, I'm going to give everybody $2,000 if they vote for me, but also on the other side of his mouth, call Joe Biden the biggest socialist, uh, you know, since yeah. Chavez, right? Uh, it's a little weird. I was going to say it's hypocritical, but that's never mattered. So he, de- you're right. He definitely could have done that, and he definitely would have gotten a lot more votes. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. he's he he made it like he his his decision was to make it like a little secret, right? Like, hey, maybe we'll give you some money, but uh, after you vote for me, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about it after the election. That I'll get definitely get reelected. Yeah, there's uh he's he I think he would have gotten reelected if he did that. I also like all these Democrats can suck my big old dirty asshole because he comes out saying that oh two thousand dollars, that's what everybody should get. And now Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and all these Democrats are tweeting just like we're into it. We're on the president's side because they think it makes the Republicans look like assholes because they're the ones that are going to have to shoot this stupid thing down. And sure, it makes the Republicans look like assholes, 
but you Democrats were cool with us getting 600 bucks. Mm-hmm. So how about you go suck on my fucking farts, okay? <laughs> you were about to just hand us $600 and just go tell us to r- rub our dicks with sandpaper, okay? I think yeah. that was in there. Yeah. No, that's what's amazing to me about this stimulus bill is the amount of stuff that they shoved into it. I've been reading... I've never read anything about what is in a bill before. I literally downloaded the PDF of the bill because I, I was... I couldn't believe some of the stuff that was coming out about the bill. Like, there's tax write-offs for racehorses included in there, and three martini lunches. There's stuff about memes in there. Like The Smithsonian's getting a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. A billion. Dude, the I- Israeli Defense Fund is getting, I think, $500 million. We're giving Egypt $1.3 billion. It's one of those things where I'm so far removed from all this stuff. I didn't even know we were cool with Egypt. I don't know. It's like All I know about Egypt is that Brendan Fraser's there killing mummies. That's all I know. I didn't even know they were friends enough with us to get $1.3 billion. Mm-hmm. Oh, and speaking of the horse races, not only the tax write-offs, but they officially made it against the law to... Uh, Give your horse like uh, st- steroids for racing. No, no dice. Can't do it. You can't I'm land. You can't Lance Armstrong your horse. Okay. <laughs> also, illegal streaming, a felony. You could go to federal prison for illegally streaming things, which is great. Just great. The meme thing is that was in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The meme thing is strange too where it's like if you are making money off of uh like you if you download an image and share it and you're making money off of that you could get fined i think at least or you could go to jail and so obviously for like most people they aren't making money off of memes but aren't all of the social media places in general making money off of memes by that definition so like i don't know it just seems like memes are gonna be dead like who like, who would even chance it you could find yeah, like yeah. three i think it's three hundred thousand dollar fine or thirty thousand dollar fine either way more than i have and it's not worth me posting a picture of like a cat eating dinner funny <laughs> I just I, I don't know who owns that picture and I don't want them to come hunt me down. Like I've I've yeah. had one copyright strike against me and I don't ever want to deal with it again because I like I really wanted to kill myself over it was like a $1000. So I'm I'm not I don't mess with that shit. Can you imagine though there's like people that are just dying alone in ICUs that got fluid and half, you know, half, half their lungs are filled up with fluid, and uh, their, their their kids are saying bye to them via Zoom. And then so, somebody in our government wasted two hours of their day typing out the part of the bill where you can't use a meme. Yeah, no, like this is this is the state of our government. Like this is how shitty our system is. Like as, as all you people that love democracy, right? Oh, it's so oh, it's so great. This is what they do. When they know that a bill is going to be passed, like this one was going to get passed, they shove all of their shit into it. Like, how is that a thing? Why isn't it? How are bills 
not for one thing only. Like, if you can't pass your horse doping law some other way, then you maybe we need to dope horses. If you can't convince other people to get on board and you have to st- shove it into all of these bills, it's dude, it makes no sense to me how that's a thing. But that's what was taking all of this time. We could have probably had this months ago, but it's all these people have to shove their shit in. It's all these people having to, you know, they cash in a favor. They had to do something here. They got to convince the guy from Alaska to get in the bill. So what can what can the guy? Oh, what can we get from the for the guy from Alaska? So he'll sign on to the stimulus package. Okay, we got to make sure that we put the national blubber law in there. So if you <laughs> if you want to extract whale blubber, you're fine to do it. But you can't share it on the internet, or it's a $10 million fine. Okay, Alaska's covered. Like, this is how our government's run? It's insane. It's there's. This is why nothing ever gets done, and our system's always in gridlock, and why the uh, we're the ones that are always getting screwed, but they make sure that there is 10,000 10, more tax cuts for the richest fucking people in this country, and we get $600. And you parents get $600 extra for every one of your kids. Because re- reproduction is the most important thing you can do as an American. <laughs> we gotta feed those assholes, alright? It's your, you made the choice to get them. <laughs> I didn't tell you to do it. And now, you, and now you're making the choice to pay for them, Shane. I'm gonna start having kids and keep them in pods. And like, just like, I'm gonna have a Matrix-style basement just so I can keep on collecting stimulus packages from them. Dude, and I'm gonna I- go on extra special Hawaiian vacations and spread whatever virus I got <laughs> and just keep I mean, on collecting that sweet cash payouts for having a kid. I was going to say the Sentinel's got to be cleaning up on this thing. Oh, for sure. Are you kidding me? Yeah. All right. Here, I, 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 This week, I really enjoyed Trump, and he did something that I've liked that he's done in the past before, and I've really been a fan of his. We're going to talk about that. God, I really hope it's all the, the pardons. <laughs> no, I didn't even pay attention to that. Um, I know you're a big so, Papadopoulos fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you got a Greek name and you destroyed our country in the last couple of years, yeah. I'm into you. If you sound like a tasty yogurt, Mark is yeah. into if you. If you sold us out to the Russians, <laughs> I'm in. Uh, Patreon.com slash The Gentleman's Club, and you can hear the rest of this episode and get all the extras that we have on the Patreon, only $4 a month. All right, everybody else, bye.